Very good. Okay, so you all t uh, bed down for the night. It's a nice, quiet night out there. And uh, thankfully, no one gets assassinated in the night. Oh, that's good. Yes. And we didn't need them anyways. <laughs> yeah, you, you all remember back nice to the first level and Bryce was like, you get one hit point. You get one hit <laughs> yeah. point. You get, everybody gets one hit point. <laughs> You speak Celestial? Mm -hmm. I speak Celestial. You also speak every language. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. This is the danger of putting Matt and I across from one another during the recording. I have felt the breath of, of dragon itself, and, and it held it. no measure to the chili of the dwarves. <laughs> Chapter 221, Making Plans in Faramons. Okay. So in the last episode, you all had returned back to the uh, comfortable confines of the Cotter household back in Port of Magnum. You had uh, utilized the uh, teleportation circle spell to bop back to Port of Magnum. Um, after heroically running away from the ancient red dragon who turned out your child you had killed and then um, had brought back to life. So uh, kudos to uh, Kraval for, uh, for thinking of that one. I, I think actually, in all honesty, I think everybody ran by how slow Kraval is. It was more of a baby toddler toddler behind <laughs> all the adults that could scream away at 60,000 miles an hour. Yeah, we were just <laughs> like, okay. Kraval's looking around like, oh. Bye, guys. <laughs> I'm just hanging out with my peeps. Gorm attacks here. Gorm attacks. That's like a good dragon name, Gorm attacks. Yeah. But we survived. Yeah. Um, and actually, the big question is will your action actually help out? Certainly, you kept the ancient red dragon's child from dying outright. But at the same time, that's quite an insult to uh, have taken down a. Uh, giant uh, red dragon's child so will the dragon still hold a grudge or not it'll be very interesting to see well i think and i speak for all of us we're gonna go back and finish the job i think Maybe. no one means he would like to go back to get the loot that's some yeah yeah now we're gonna kill that dragon again i mean we had i mean 20 seconds it was down and that was when we didn't know anything and it didn't know anything though so who knows what's going to be there next time you go? If there's a next time, we'll have to see. But anyways, uh, back to the main storyline and not the side quest. So you'd returned to the comfortable confines of the Cotter residence and had uh, healed up a bit and uh, rested and got some good food. And then you had gotten ready to take out again. Because what are we going to do next? I find Pegasi. Yeah. Yeah, but I think we were going to the... Dwarves first, right? Dwarven first. Well, it's yeah, on the way we have there, to make yeah. a stop. Yeah. So we can peg but, a fly. Yeah. Well, one of us can peg a fly, just the other five can't. Yeah. Remember what I said about why I keep them around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, you're going to head to the Vale of the Pegasus. And how did you discover that there's a Vale of the Pegasus? We did some in-depth, hard-hitting research. 
Somebody looked at the top of the map. Yeah, I looked at the map. <laughs> yes, the map that you were given three years ago. It said Pegasus here. Well, wait, I feel like we we knew that that existed already. Yeah. No, we right? did, but we were, we've been all been centralized in the center of the map and below. Oh, right. But we haven't actually. I don't That's think anyone true. actually sat down and looked at the entire damn map until or we had at to the, go somewhere. The ancient map versus the Correct. current one that we have. Yeah, so that, that's map. been staring at you for three years in the face. And we hadn't gotten to that part of the prophecy yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, well, the, the fun part was when I was driving uh, Owen back to school, and he was saying to me, it's like, after you discovered that, oh, look, hey, the uh, the uh, Summer Palace is right on the map, and that's where one of the phylacteries is. We should just need to look at the map. And he was saying, I'm never going to overlook anything on the map ever again. And here we are two two plus years later going, okay, Owen, it's, <laughs> it's on the map. It's, it's been there. Yeah, and I looked at the map, and yep. I was like, oh, look, the map. Yes. <laughs> but also, I couldn't say anything because everyone was talking but yeah. <laughs> yes you did mention that there was a veil of the pegasus and you no did. one no one paid attention to you so i paid attention exactly exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. good anyway so um you had discovered that yes there is apparently on the map and in fact in uh, the uh, journal um a uh, mention of the veil of the pegasus and so you went and uh, decided to go there so in the meanwhile you are going to stop by Faramon's and pick up your steeds that are resting there. And you're going to take off uh, back up into the mountains, past the gnome home, to see if you can't find this Vale of Pegasus. And so we're going to pick up our steeds, find the Pegasi, abandon the steeds again, and Actually, ride the Pegasus. Be, Aren't they celestials? Like, no. no. no are we they actual rams. critters? Okay. Critters. Yeah. Yeah. But they move kind of slow for me. Everything does. For yeah. the most part, yeah. except for a very but large. But can fat you dragon. fly? Can you can you run straight up to the city in the sky? Or <laughs> I could try. I might be able to make it like fifty feet or so. So you could try to fly and run to the city in the sky. Uh huh. How would you want to explain that on someone's obituary? He tried to run up to there. What happened? He didn't make it. <laughs> I have slow fall. It wouldn't kill me. Why did he do this? No one knew. Yeah. And so, okay. where are we? So you are still back in the Cotter household. You're getting ready to go. I believe you wanted to uh, check into the apothecary and uh, re-up your potion uh, yes, bandolier please. and then get a new uh, set of arrows and other uh, uh, consumables. Uh, but first, something happened in between sessions. What happened? We got stronger. Yeah. So what level are you now? Wait, we we're supposed 14, to level? 14, yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we tried to level with you, but, yeah. you know. It's hard to level. Somebody's pretty crooked. And leveling up just took all the XP that we got for running away from the dragon instead of walking next to it. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so why don't we go around and list what happened to our characters and normally I start on my left, but for reasons that will become apparent in a moment, I'm going to start on my right. Okay. So, Jesse, why don't you tell us what happened to Adri? Yeah. So, Adri, um, being a monk, uh, I got some benefits for that. Uh, for being a way of the shadow monk specifically, nothing interesting happened um, other than, you know, I get some more key points to do more uh, fancy paths without a trace and darkness stuff. Um, I, <laughs> one of the cool things that monks get, uh, now that we're at 14th level, um, is diamond soul, which adds our proficiency bonus to all of our saving throws. 
Um, so that gave me like a lot to everything. And also if um, I fail a saving throw, I can spend a key point to re-roll it and take the new roll and attempt to succeed. Um, and then of course my speed went up by five. So I'm now at 55 as my base movement and a whole 84 hit points. Better than 83. That's 84, true. 84? That's yeah. a bunch. I mean, it's a lot, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I've just, I've been constantly slightly irritated that, because all of my stats are slightly behind no ones, <laughs> which has been frustrating and is why I'm going to multi-class it's a, next it, time. It's a great, it's a great <laughs> thing that you have all those great evasion abilities because yeah. 84 hit points scares me. Wait, wait, do you not have that? I have yet? way more than 84. Yeah, well, right. But that's, that's my point, right? Is like, well, because I kept rolling instead of taking the average. Oh, that would explain And it. I rolled poorly. I got so you. That, I've that, been just But you know what? That's also what average. makes the character rich. It really does. Doing the average kind of takes that richness away. So Yeah. Rich and no, in, I mean, in it's, that it's, it's just easy it's another depth. Rich yeah, but, in pain. But your decisions, what you do with the character, because you yeah. have that pool, are more I don't consider my hit points I know I'm gonna have right. a, a good amount. When right. you don't, now you're really thinking what will Adri, as a person who is not a meat shield, yeah. really do? Helps that I can turn invisible. Takes that up too. archery. That's <laughs> yeah. what they do. Yes. <laughs> Very good. And then, uh, speaking of monks, Matt, why don't you tell us what happened with Noan? Well, uh, I also have achieved a soul of diamond. Um, but, uh, you know, my speed increased, so it's a, a lowly 65 now. <laughs> my oh, point. My, I, 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 I have to actually burn energy to walk as slow as a horse now um which explains why he's so and i only have 104 hit points i'm sorry adri about that but what's really exciting is arlen gave me the uh, staff of striking which is a plus three weapon so when i'm using that i now have a plus 13 to hit so i'm that is awesome so my minimum to hit now is a 15 because of a nat one of course the staff does other things too doesn't it oh yes and i can burn up to three charges and do like 1d6 of force damage along with that so uh you know that's not small i can thump with that a couple of times and punch a couple of times so you know i'm ready for round two with big red here we go and then you show up and it turns out to be clippered but okay anyway so bryce why don't you tell us about what happened with cotter speaking of the cotter household into the Fraser household, by the way. Yes. But uh, Cotter... True, true, you're entirely correct. Yeah. Cotter went up nine hit points and gained the Cleansing Touch ability. Ooh. So I can use my action to end one spell on myself or on one willing creature that I touch uh, four times per long rest, which is my Christmas modifier. Nice. 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 Okay, and Owen, why don't you tell us what happened? Oh, actually, Bryce, what is your hit point total now so that Jesse can feel bad about her choices? Oh, yes. My hit point total is now 116. Okay, okay it's not that far behind no yeah. one, or in front of no one. He's got like 40 more I know, of I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Owen, just to make Jesse feel better, I wanted you to tell us about Arlen, our class candidate. Uh, he gained the Controlled Chaos ability, which allows him to, whenever he rolls on the Wild Magic table, he rolls twice, and I can choose either one. That's so cool. So finally, he gets to control the chaos. Nice. If only you had that when you were points. exploding. 
Huh? But that's if only yeah. if you had that when you were exploding. Maybe right, you know, right. we wouldn't have had to gone to that well, spot I, of bother. I, I think from a, a narrative perspective, this is the result of all the work you did controlling his chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I gained four hit points for this level, Woo! which brings me up to 71, Woo! which means that some people have over double my hit points. <laughs> and Adri isn't the weakest. No. And my AC is still the lowest. And this this is why I make sure I always have aid cast on the group. <laughs> I mean, that's not too abnormal for a sorcerer, though, to have. Yes. No, it's not. Glass glass it, it is definitely the, for a monk. The glass though. cannons. <laughs> it well, it does not help that every single one of my stats, except for charisma, is absolute garbage. So, <laughs> Same. So you have five dump stats then. <laughs> yeah. Okay, very good. Okay. And then, Drew, why don't you tell us about what happened with Kraval this level? So, Kraval's feeling pretty confident about his abilities now, and he's feeling very happy with everything that happened with the Dragonborn for the most part, and feeling like he's finally achieved what he was set here to do, and Nuwada decided to smash that idea. Um, so, Nuwada came to him in a dream and gave him yet another task to do. So, at this level... Not only are the Dragonborn now going to be able to come to him to learn to be clerics, but after Nawada witnessing the acts of our resident Cotter, has now instilled upon Graval the rights of a paladin. So I took a first level into paladin. Oh, neat. Ooh, a uh, tri-class. A tri-class. Yeah. I, I actually kicked this around for a long time, but just didn't feel right to go much higher into cleric right now, and I didn't want to go to barbarian, but it made sense that if Nawada really wants to go to war at times, He's going to need some paladins. What does the first level give you? Dangerously close to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is so we were just, uh, DM and I were talking about this is why you got to be careful when you multiclass, so you don't muddle your character. Right. So, this is a, a part that I will not put very many levels into at all. So, do you have anything? Yeah, I, basically, I got my hit points. So, I actually probably have one of the larger pools. I have 123 hit points, but meat shield. And then um, I get uh, lay on hands and I get divine sense. So, that's about it. And is Lay on Hands based on your, your paladin level? level? Your paladin okay. level. So, so you have five? I have five emergency. Somebody's dying. We need them up. And I don't yeah. have time to yeah. cast a spell. Yeah, You, you all remember <laughs> back nice to the first level and Bryce was like, you get one hit point. You get one yeah. hit yeah. point. You get, everybody gets one hit point. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, it just kind of dovetails the Dragonborn story kind of nicely that now they can be just about everything. Yeah. So I like that's it. what I did. Yeah. It was a, I did this, I had... We've been what, about three weeks or two weeks since last time we, yep. we, I was here, and I've been trying to figure out what I was doing with this character, so that's what I figured to do. Nice. So, yeah, an interesting narrative choice there. Yeah. And then finally, Melanie, um, you have the largest group of changes, uh, so tell us about what happened with Jade Claw, aside of the fact that you can now read your sheet because it was not written by somebody else. Yeah. So I was wondering about that because I looked way too neat to be your writing. <laughs> this is my writing. No, uh, really? Yeah. So Seriously? Yeah, it's my writing. It wasn't before. Yeah, the, the yeah. previous sheet was oh. written by Bryce. Yeah, so I That's got where I got confused. Jade no, it was written by you. Me. Well, no, it just I'm sorry, but if it, if it, nobody <laughs> else can see it, I'm sitting right next to her and I swear to god, I type my character sheet <laughs> and it's less clean than this writing. Yeah, sorry, so please my continue. my character was made for me and so I decided that hey, uh maybe I can make it myself. Yep. So uh, yeah, your previous character was uh, pre-generated and given to you, and and uh, you just kind of were saddled with it. And so yeah, we we talked about it and decided it would be much better if 
you actually made a jade claw that was the one that you would make up. So, Heck yeah. So this is the same but different. So tell us all about the massive changes to jade claw. Yeah, so her stats are a little bit different. Uh, she has 117 hit points, and she's a monster slayer now. Uh, and she has sharpshooter and alert. So she's really good at slaying monsters and hunting monsters and uh, can shoot even better. And actually kind of yeah dovetails with what Jade Claw would have done being being Jade Claw. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is your arrows are tipped with little Jade Claw-like arrow points. That's like that. That's in Tasha's guide, right? Where you can change the subclass. Mm -hmm. Were you not a monster slayer previously? Uh, no. Okay. I was uh, a hunter. Okay, cool. So yeah, it. Uh, so now this is is the jade claw that Melanie would have made when she if she had a chance to make the the character herself way back when. So is that in the handbook or is that a different book? Uh, I'm just I think curious this to look one's up later. In Tasha's okay. Monster Slayer. Yeah, I think that's a Xanthar's. Oh, I'm gonna look it up. It looks I really cool. I want to say. Yeah. It's super so cool. what does that give us? What does Monster Slayer do? So basically, I have a free um, Hunter's Mark, but it's not Hunter's Mark, and then I have. Um, Basically a counter spell. Nice. Uh, for free. And what are your hit points? If we're just, you know, 117. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the second time we've said that, so thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to rub that in a little more? Yeah. Well, I forgot is, my salt. Owen's so. the one who's really feeling it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, the good news is if we took her hit points with his hit points, we'll have... One of you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Cotter, but okay. <laughs> that is kind of pathetic in a yeah. way. <laughs> I can't lie. Yeah, I say this until she comes over and literally PVPs me right into the ground. <laughs> it's all funny games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do have that going for me. It's really hard to touch me. Even though my armor class is kind of low, I can just get out of the mm -hmm. way pretty easily. Yeah, you like arrows come flying yeah. out of the shadows. Stick and move. Yep. Well, that's cool. I just died. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you're good at that and we respect you for yeah. it. But you do way more damage than I do. So. Hey, hey that, there's your homework for tonight, Owen. Go back and actually see how many times you've hit the dirt. That's a lot. No, no. Go back and see how many times you haven't hit the dirt. That's an easier assignment. <laughs> oh, man. Or I can say That's that brutal. Right <laughs> that is so brutal. <laughs> he can use one hand for that. <laughs> and one with the force and the force is with me. This is the way. <laughs> I have spoken. The way of the farmer sorcerer. <laughs> okay. He has an affinity for dirt. That's why he hits it. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, Arlen, how you doing? We we got your back. Bud. How long do we have till Owen has to leave? <laughs> do you guys want him to leave earlier? Because no. that seems like... <laughs> Where we're headed with this. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. This is the danger of putting Matt and I across from one another during yeah. a recording. <sighs> it's it's actually not additive. It's multiplicative. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's exponential. <laughs> Anyways. All right. But one oh. day you'll have 80 hit points, right? No. Owen? Yeah, level Maybe 20. Level 20. Um, like, <laughs> like two or three more levels? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> wow. Feel the love. Yes. It feels like a blade right in the shoulder blades, doesn't it? Okay. All right. We're ready for our next adventure. Are we ready? Okay, good. Okay. So you're at the Fraser household now. Um, and um, yeah, Cinia basically arranges for an apothecary to come by um, and just, you know, 
fill your bandolier with whatever you are looking for there. Uh, uh, was she able to send for someone who could? I know Jade gave me a bunch of plus one arrows, but if if there was someone who could bring just like a bundle of regular arrows. Oh, yes, arrows? and that's no problem at all. Okay. She can have that just run from the market. Sweet, so just like a dozen arrows. Yeah. That, sweet. And so you can get two dozen if you and want. And I have okay, cool. to ask, is there anyone in our party who could use a cloak of protection? Uh, it's a tunable. Does anyone have a free slot? Um, I know uh, I Arlen's already wearing It's It's just plus cloak. one, right? But yeah. plus one to armor and saves. So I, Jade can? Yeah, I yeah. can. Yeah. Okay. But right. I also am standing, like, I can stand now 300 feet back yeah. and shoot. Oh, I, I cannot. So do you want a cloak of protection plus one? Or do I sell it and get something else? Uh, actually, I have that Ion Stone that I think... We each have I have one. the Wisdom one. Yeah. So and I, I, have the I would actually... That would be a slight upgrade, just because I have a little more in saving throws if I swapped it out. Can you have two Ion Stones at the same time? You can have as yes, many as, as long as they're not the same ones. Yeah. Okay. But if I give you the Ion Stone, I'm going to drop a bunch of hit points. No, no, no. I... The cloak of protection. Uh, oh yeah, I will put that on versus okay. the ion stone that I have. That oh. way, I get the plus one to saves. Okay, and what's your ion stone do? It's plus one to AC, so it won't oh. change my AC, but it would give me a little more in saves. Oh yeah, but yes. you could give that to Jade. If but you I give that to Stone, mm-hmm. and yeah. that'd be better for you because it's just above your head. All right, so you now have a cloak of protection plus, and one. you have an ion stone plus one, AC. Oh, I also have a cloak. I just realized that wouldn't help me. And actually, just to pull things from behind the curtain. Uh, one thing I was disappointed with at the uh, dragon fight was I actually did have a bundle of magic items, and I kind of imagined you'd all be around the treasure pile, and you would all have a chance to grab one thing on the way out the door. We I kept ha- trying. You we, kept yeah, saying you, no. Why you didn't you give us tell us that? But, you didn't give but, us any time to. But, but only two people were around the treasure pile. No, and we were all there. The but as soon as we all got there, you brought out the ancient yeah, dragon. And, you, and, and yeah, in my mind, you guys would all grab one thing on the way out the door. Yeah, Aww. well, we're going to reveal well, behind know, the behind the curtain, and you never let us try. Yeah. <laughs> I remember saying, I want to go grab an item. No. That's exactly what I remember. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. So in the interest of not taking up too much time with potions as a group because we would have decided this what type of potions and what severity or what benefits are we looking for greater and superior healing mm-hmm. okay yeah so, stuff that can do a lot so how many window. of those because I, I can hold up to eight in the bandolero that's so, not saying we don't have to have more but that's mm-hmm. just the eight that's ready to pop and throw and go so yeah, the apothecary can get you four of each if you want all right good enough mm-hmm. so four greater than four superior, superior. Do we have enough money for that, or is she fronting that for us? Oh, uh, Sunia's. Oh, how nice of her. They they seem to be doing very well now that they're in the gold carding business. So uh, graders are 44, and superiors are six. 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 Yeah. Plus. Can somebody verify that? 64 plus six, I believe. Greater, and then. That should be in the, yeah. Not not in players. Let's take a look. quick look here. This will be like the first time in weeks that this bandolero actually plus had four. 84. Oh, it's eight. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I guess it doubles and then doubles. So 84 oh, and then the plus next four, one is 80, what? 84 plus four. Probably 84 16. plus eight. 84 plus eight. Okay. And then the, uh, the graders are 44 plus four. Okay. I love that we're at that point where we need mm-hmm. that much. Actually, it's interesting because yeah. the uh, supreme healing is 10d4. So you have fewer. But those, force, are like, but those are like legendaries. But it's plus 20. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So the bases. All right. Cool. So we got those. Were there any other potions we were looking for? Like, did, did, we, do anything, like, did we want to try to find another giant strength for a super paladin over here? That could be cool. Yeah, that was useful. Is there one? Did yeah. in the it is nice to have like up? one in case of emergencies. Yeah. yeah, they don't have anything like that in stock. So. Okay. Same anything else anyone think healing of? Healing type stuff. 
Okay. I'm stoked with my new staff, so I, I'm feeling so, pretty good. Bandolero stocked up. And you have as many arrows as you need. Mm-hmm. Those are those are readily I got available. so many arrows, holy cow. <laughs> and we already, there was no shopping that needed to be done beyond this, right? No one's no. looking to upgrade anything? No. Not for me. All right, cool. All right, then I think we're on our way to Fairmonds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you wanted to get an airship there? Mm-hmm. Yes, just to save, shave some time off. Uh, and just to clarify, because I think we talked about this once before, but um, when I am in a like civilized place, because I have four items that I attune to, one of them being the um, circlet of disguise, when I'm in like a civilized place, I have the circlet on, and mm-hmm. then I swap that out before we go out adventuring for um, my cloak. Because yep. I don't need the cloak when I'm Certainly in town, not, yeah. but I definitely need the circlet, so... Yeah. But which makes things interesting if you just suddenly come across somebody. So yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you go back to the the makeup and wraps. Y- yeah, when you're but out. it's it's yeah. a little less reliable than the circle it is. Exactly. So. Oh. We haven't had that talk, do we? Or I mean, it's your call, obviously. But at what point do you want to? That's one thing we do. Also, was at some point you said you want might potentially go back to the dragon board for that one. Yes, thing. Uh, when it makes sense to. Because uh, I think this trip is a little bit pressing. No, this is very pressing. So I have something before we leave town, and because you have to spend time with the makeup, should we just get like a mask that you can wear? Okay, that could be kind of cool. That there way you, you don't go. need makeup. Just put a mask I, on your You know, your I head. like that. I don't know why well, I didn't think of that before. <laughs> it would have been, I don't know, actually. I just mean, like yeah, the regular there's mask. someone on our way out that I'm, like there's a shop I've that just has like totally masks. I've been masks. reading this book series where the guy's mask looks like kind of like the Vega mask from Street Fighter. It just slits and plain. I could totally oh, see you cool. rocking something like that. I, I don't know. I would I think something. Have, oh, yeah, go ahead. I also have seeming. So I right, can, right. But I mean, then whatever. it's not using up a spell slot for. That's yeah. true. So I, I can literally with Adri's style of dress, a mask would make perfect You also sense. have your magic compact that you just. Wipe once and bam, makeup. Do do I still have that? I yeah, thought that mm-hmm. that got no. yoinked when the the drow took no, our stuff. The drow didn't take your stuff. Because it didn't know that that was in yeah. there. Oh. Well, then you've got. Okay, the, then it's all resolved. Then you've got the contact. <laughs> I don't know. I okay. still like the idea of a mask. That's pretty, the mask is pretty, pretty cool. cool. I yeah. should find a mask. But you don't mask. see a lot of people running masks around town. Yeah, so, yeah. that seems like a. They're festival terribly thing. comfortable though. I think everyone will be wearing it in the future. That's a cow. That's true. That's true. All right. Okay. Pegasi. Anything else before we take off? I'm good. Very good. Um, and um, Cynia says that there are actually a number of airships that are um, for rent down at the uh, dockside. So you can just take your, your pick of any one of them. They'll, they'll be more than happy to uh, put it on the, the Fraser family account. Excellent. And uh, when you get down there, you actually notice that there are four of them that are there. There's a smaller one, just kind of more of a pleasure crafts. Uh, size one um, named the Parvi Pisces and then there's um, a slightly larger one actually a substantially larger one it's more of a freighter type one called the Neptunium and uh, there's also a, a truly sizable one called the Imanis and uh, then there's one called the Sivate Hinden so you can take your pick of any of those which one's fastest um, you got to imagine probably the smallest one, the Parvi Pisces, would be the quickest one because the other ones are like the larger passenger ships. Let's take the fish ship. Okay, and um, yeah, this is piloted um just by a, a crew of two. There seems to be a, a captain and a first mate, and they get it up and going, and uh, off you go on your way to the uh, 
Dwarven Home at Faramond. And obviously it's a, a pretty short and um, unremarkable journey. Area seems to be in slightly better shape than the last time you came through. Um, you know, vegetative-wise, it's not quite so assaulted by the uh, fogs and so forth. But you can see that um, off in the distance, um, there's still one peak that has a cloud around it. Somewhere, be you can see it's somewhere between Faramonds and Kalesque. Remind me again about the cloud over a peak. Is that like a, a thing that I'm just not remembering? Um, well, you notice that the cloud disappeared from the clouded oasis after you pulled the phylactery there. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. And then after you'd removed the one from uh, the uh, summer home, uh, that the uh, fogs were happening far less on the southern side. Oh, and, okay. and you had, you'd been thinking that they might be related to the phylacteries, and, and maybe that's the case. Okay. Okay. I wonder if it is the one that we've been looking at and just hasn't had time to disperse. Yeah. Well, if the phylacteries were causing the fogs, I, I don't know why I didn't think about the sooner. We had it, fogs would have made it very hard to see. I wonder if these phylacteries caused that cl a cloud which put off this fog. So yeah, by eliminating these, we might be able to use that as a visual reference to where one might be if we can find a cloudier area than others. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, no, I'm not, not on the ground. I mean, like, yeah. literally a fog that there's looks there's like a, a cloud still around the peak of one of the mountains? Well, you can, yeah, you can see far off in the distance. And, and the, actually, when you were looking for the um, home of the Red Dragon, um, although you didn't know it was a red, red Dragon at the time, uh, you remembered that the area between Faramons and Kalesque seemed to be um, still heavily assaulted by the fogs and, uh, you know, the farms were rotting and so forth, whereas things on the southern side of the... Uh, the Mare seem to have been vastly improved after your efforts there. Okay. Um, well, I would like to use sending to just let Baron Nola that we were on the way and if she could arrange a short time to meet with us. Yes, and you get a message back in your head saying that she'll be more than happy to see you. Excellent. Rather than just dropping like, hey, here. Hey, guys. Very good. And so, yeah, it goes uh, pretty unremarkable. Um, it's uh, really only about three hours that you spend in the air, and uh, you find yourself at Fairmonds. All right. Wow. Is there a greeting for us? What? And there is, in fact, at the, uh, the docking pole there, when you arrive, there's actually a, a brace of guards and uh, one of the uh, captains, so it's not just any group of guards. And uh, they... Uh, I escort you up, up to see Nola, and she's, uh, you know, waiting to see you in her chambers, um, not in open court again, and has a whole uh, bevy of sweet treats out. And mm. if you remember the last time that you arrived, that uh, she'd kind of developed a sweet tooth. Very good. So, I think our our leader here should be speaking to the to the Baron. Uh, actually, in this case of Pheromons, that's you. You've, al you've always been the spokesperson when we came to Fairmonts. Oh, I've got to talk again. Yeah. <laughs> so I say, welcome, Nola. And I say, of welcome, course. Welcome, Nola. Nola. Welcome to your own house. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cotter, do you want That's to pick this so up now? Welcome, <laughs> Nola. Hey, man, I'm going to defer to the soon-to-be Uber Baron. Well, actually, Adri could probably pick it up, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not slated for anything great, just some hovel in the ground somewhere how have things been since last we saw you and she says well things have been doing pretty well um we've been uh, uh doing 
uh, very well with the, the gold that's been uh, coming out of the mountains there. And, and uh, Sir Cotter, uh, thanks again for alerting us about that. That was, uh, like I said, the, uh, the miners say that uh, it's the richest find that's uh, been made in generations. And uh, it's a little more difficult now that the snows are moving in. But, uh, you know, you know uh, it's, snow doesn't stop dwarves. So we've been able to, to keep the mine going, even though it's the, uh, the wintertime. And no sign of any fiendish presence? Uh, yeah, nothing, uh, nothing we can really, uh, you know, nail down to anything other than uh, regular terrestrial uh, folks there. Uh, we've had our, our usual problems with, uh, with uh, folks uh, doing things, but uh, they end up in the, in the stocks and in the, in the, in the prison. Um, but yeah, and actually things have, uh, from what I understand, have approved in the last couple of days, uh, fogs wise. Uh, I got a message and she holds up a, a sheet of parchment uh, out of Kaleskwe that uh, they uh, saw the uh, sun come out uh, for the first time in quite some time. Uh, first thing bright and new. Um, there's there's uh, some hope that this uh, particular uh, harvest might actually be pretty good. Excellent. Um, yeah, so it uh, looks like uh, whatever y'all doing, it's, it's making an effect out here. Um, there's still uh, fogs rolling down on the hills, but uh, it's uh, at least uh, a little less than it was before. So I say, ah, ah, foolish me, I forgot. We we uh, spent some time in uh, an ancient uh, gnomish uh, oh, yeah, the dwelling the ruins, you, you yes, and there, I said, yeah. and I found something that that uh, I thought you would like, and I present the ancient dwarven stein. Oh, this is fantastic! What, what do you call it? Um, I believe they call it the Frankenstein. Oh, very good. It's uh, it's quite unique. Well, th thank you very much. Uh, 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 this, this came from the gnome home itself. Yes, it must be a thousand years old. Oh. At least. If only there was a match set. I well. actually have those. <laughs> I do. I'll pull out the ones that... I only remember what one of them was, but I'll pull you out the... You have the goblets, right? No, I have the Einstein. Oh. And, and then we have the other Stein, which was broken, but I don't remember what that the one Gertrude was. The Gertrude Stein. The Gertrude Stein, and I'll hand those to. It's like, well, one of these needs to be repaired, and I could think of no other than the great dwarven craftsmaker to do such. It's just very good, but um, don't you all have like a magic user with you that can fix things in a, just a touch i wonder if we could mend them yeah yeah maybe we probably could but if we thought that with the history involved in this that may perhaps uh, yes i, I, I see what you mean yeah it's, it's a priceless antique um mm -hmm. yeah i'll i'll uh, send it to our best crafters and, and see what they can do but yes this is this is a kingly gift you are uh, you are uh, most uh, most thanked this is fantastic i'll i will put this up in in a uh, place of honor Actually, if you're going to do that, I was wondering maybe I can uh, speak with your crafters on another project. Ah, well, yes, of course. Anything for you? Uh, my adopted brother here, Cotter, has, uh, well, and I pull out one of the Yeti horns, wanted to turn this into a drinking cup for his... Oh, is that from the Yeti? It is. Ah, oh, very good. And it just so happens that I have another one for you. Oh, this is amazing, yes. So, I'll, I'll have this uh, put in a stand and gilt it with gold. If you could do something like that for the other one as well. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's marvelously cold. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. Well, yeah, that would make sense. The Yetis are pretty naturally cold, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. Um, yeah, this is fantastic. Uh, this is, uh, this is uh, most fascinating. Well, certainly you have some stories to tell. Always. So, uh, speaking of which, what did you find in the gnome home? 
Is it, is it the terrible ruin or did, because, uh, yeah, like it was about 60 years ago, a group of gnomes went off there and we never saw them again. Are we still standing out and about or are we actually? You're in, in her apartment. Oh, okay. Just yeah. making sure I, I missed that. And, and obviously she's meeting with you for there for just that reason. Well, the Dragonborn Snow Owl Clan storyteller is just the tale for that. Uh, please tell us. No pun oh. intended. Okay. So I, I, I regale the tale of, of abominable yetis uh, reaching out upon being hidden in the snow and, and, and strange gnomish devices coming, coming our way and, and a, a drider like gnomish adventurer. I think one, one of the, the lone survivor from that party 60 years ago, uh, surviving if not thriving amongst their own custom gnomish inventions and secret passages that led to a reasonably sized horde of a of a and an enormous red dragon whom we slew but alas we're unable to to pick the choice items for its its parent an even more enormous dragon did run us out but not before we had gathered the, the evil artifact that we, we had sought and were able to make way. And telling the tale of this ancient, what, bronze dragon who was... Red. No, no, no the, the one who helped us. That was a brass. A brass, an ancient brass dragon whom we've become friendly with, who, who came and, and thwarted the, this ancient red demon... Uh, so that we may escape. And, and her eyes just keep getting wider and wider and says, well, this is glorious and, and horrifying all at the same time. So you're saying there's an, it's an ancient red dragon up there and you've started up? And and a slightly smaller dragon. It, we had to bring it back to life so our, our, our friend here could, could survive. So there's still two. But we intend to go back and deal with that someday. Well, we'll, we'll have to alert. Well, there's not too many people living out between here and Kolesko anymore. The things have been so bad, but we'll have to alert everybody to keep an eye out. It's you could see the, the dragon swearing revenge or something and coming out after us. Um, I, w- I, w- I will definitely uh, make sure that uh, you start guarding the mountains against dragon invasions. Uh, wow, that's that's something that hasn't been heard of since the ancient days. And that was yesterday. <laughs> Well, it was Tuesday. Yeah. So at least for us. Yeah. So I'm like, and, and then we uh, ate and hopped on a ship, and here we are. Well, then you've been busy, I must say. Very good. Well, this is this is the vanilla news. Um, this is uh, uh, quite amazing. And and uh, by the way, um, you haven't actually introduced me to your friend here. Um, I've just kind of gotten used to you showing up with. Strange and interesting individuals. Uh, uh, but who who is who is this here? Does she know about the tabaxi? She does now. Yeah. Oh, is, are you not? No, I'm always cloaked. Yeah, in the public. Cloak, yeah, yeah. With a little tail down by her ankles. Yes. Well, I could be hidden by the cloak. Yeah. I imagine. Or like taped up. To mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jade, this, Jade was hidden until she had her yeah. hairball in the corner. And this then. has become <laughs> one of our current, our newest traveling companions. Uh, she goes by the name of Jade Claw. Oh, very good. Well, glad to make your, your acquaintance. Um, yeah, quite a mysterious one you are. The Medical. cloak like waves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, she, is she always going around cloak like that? Usually, yes. She <laughs> finds it a little more security in that. Yeah. She, she very private. Yes, the well, the, I, the I, world I, is opening up more and more, and not everybody is comfortable with being introduced. Very good. Well, I, I shouldn't pry. Um, you you certainly have your your uh, your secrets here. So very good. 
Uh, well, Jade, uh, welcome to Fairmont, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to visit again sometime soon. Uh, you're in quite august company here. Thank you. Okay, so what else did you want to do? Did you want to regale her with more tales? Did you want to discuss plans? Did you want to... Uh... Did Did we know about the the Dragonborn needing assistance and how when we were playing as the Dragonborn, we were like, yeah, we could probably yeah, I get got gold a, I, from there? I got a uh, mental sending from... Okay. So is that Kala. some business we can take care of? Oh, well, actually, she's already. Or is gotten, that already? Done? She's already gotten okay. uh, messages okay. there that uh, that they needed, and it was kind of a grudging thing. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, the mine wouldn't even be there without the dragonborn defending it. So right. it was uh, yeah. on- the honorable thing. Yeah, it was. It, well, it was, it was a good investment to uh, even if five whole sleds of gold. And what's another dragon insurance, right? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, and I forgot again to your gnomish friends. And I and I pull out this wax rubbing of the Gardatron 999. I said, here's here's another relic of the ancient world. Maybe we could have it passed on to them. I'm sure they would appreciate yeah, it. I'll, I'll definitely send it their way. I'm, I'm sure they'll be interested to find out. Um, I'm kind of torn, I must say. Um, on one hand, uh, it's very fascinating what you've said about the, the gnome home. It's still there, even if in, it's in a dilapidated state. Um, and apparently this is a resident, and I'm sure she would love to see some of her friends. But at the same time, um, if there's an angry ancient red dragon just around the corner, I, I daren't send anyone up there. Oh, two angry dragons. I thought we invited her, and she declined. No, yeah, because of her failing health. It yeah. might not be a bad idea to send, rather than the main entrance that we now know where it's at, to go to the side entrance and find our way through there. Where the dragons are? No, where the where we went, where we went through from the Yetis. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Because that's completely opposite of that entrance. Yeah, it's still in the same neighborhood, and if the dragons patrolling, they would be. But but maybe if they send people up of sneaky enough character, mm-hmm. they could send somebody in to visit. Exactly. So maybe not 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 a large force, but I'm sure you have uh, mm-hmm. people of dedicated skills and not being detected that could come up there and at least at yeah, least help her. <laughs> If she so wishes, make it back to her people here. Yeah, she says, well, I'll see what we can do. I'm, uh, probably those gnomes are working on something crazy like a camouflage of Tron 1999 or something like that. That, that you know, well, well, um, Maybe a bush of Tron makes it look like a bush. I don't well, know. she found some things to make, and I'll pull out one of the pieces of bacon of hope. She's that making to, bacon? It's kind of like that, but it actually has magical properties. Wow, this is fascinating. So getting her back would be a boon to you and between the relationship between you and the gnomes. Yeah, so well, I'm sure. The, well, once again, I'm kind of torn. I mean, on one hand, um, it seems like yeah, there's uh, all sorts of uh, fascinating artifacts to be had here. At the same time, uh, the gnomes are kind of crazy enough without all this stuff. I don't know if I want them really de- meddling too deep. Um, I'll have to ponder this one carefully. That would be wise. Yes. Uh, did you have anything else aside of the uh, our our, our steeds, our mounts? Oh, yes. Onto new things. Yes. Um, they were brought back by some farmers. Um, and you, you ever seen a farmer leading a Pegasus? Well, you, you've just seen everything now. And uh, yes, uh, we've got them in the stables there. And obviously, you had just uh, been loaned out the, the uh, regular riding rams. Um, so no problem there. We can definitely uh, do that. And the, and the Pegasus is in great shape. Any chance that you've heard tale of other Pegasuses? Well, uh, you know, and she pulls out um, it goes over to a case and pulls out a map. On these ancient maps here, there is a mark right up in the top. 
Um, it's been sitting here forever, and I never even noticed it till just the other day. Um, it says Veil of the Pegasus. And so uh, I was running around um, kind of uh, quizzing our, our uh, historians, and they said, yeah, back in, back in the day, they, there was tales that there was an entire valley high in the mountains that the uh, Pegasus used to, to live in. And uh, who knows if it's still there. But, uh, and none of your peeper, people have gone that direction since. No, um, it's, uh, it's supposedly high in the mountains between here and Kolesque. And, uh, you know, generally when we're headed to Kolesque, we're headed for the wine anyway. So we just keep on the road. Why, why go in the mountains? Um, there may be some, I don't know, some rangers that uh, wandered up there, but I uh, haven't found anyone yet. Well, that's where we're, we're headed. <laughs> well, very good. Well, um, you know, best of luck to you because obviously it's the beginning of some winter here. And it's it's supposedly high in the mountains, but perhaps it's not so high that it's buried in snow. Um, and then the other problem, of course, is now you stirred up a couple of angry red dragons. Um, so uh, well, We've already fought them once. Yes. And and, and I, I see it, not a scratch on you. So. Well, uh, not now. And I kind of say in the... In the uh... The child, as large as it was, what, we defeated it in something like 20, 30 seconds. It was no no problem at all. Very good. And but to be fair, we did that because you did a magnificent job of not being slammed and eaten and chewed. And we had the drop on it for half a, for a half of those seconds. If it was more prepared and ready for us, it could have been ash before we even got in there. Some of you would have been ash. But anyways. <laughs> One of you very nearly was. Well, I, I'm sure the, the dwarves have some sort of machine that would would help deal with such a beast. So, well, let's face it. Most of our stuff has been based around uh, land combat. Um, there really hasn't been a problem with uh, things coming from the sky. So, I mean, with, well, y you've already seen what's in, in the, the uh, garage downstairs. Um, you know, we have plenty of ones that uh, crawl upon the ground and... Uh, belch fire and all sorts of other sorts of uh, bad things, but... Uh, well, you do have those, whatever that is, with the five things, it becomes one big thing. Uh, yeah. Um, last I heard, um, that was still being worked on. Apparently, it didn't work out nearly as well as the uh, inventor thought. Um, he, uh, I guess he said the, the, the uh, cannons and so forth weren't as powerful as he thought they'd be, so uh, last I went down there, he had the entire thing disassembled on the floor. Ugh. Yeah. By any chance... Have your gnomish friends made any more advancements that they might like some adventures to test out? Um, not that I've heard, but I'll put the word out there and see if they want to uh, show any of their latest stuff. Obviously, uh, things have been a bit of chaos since uh, Ekiel killed the uh, head tinker, and uh, they've had to, uh, you know, re-elect a new tinker and uh, then uh, re kind of restart things. And of course, then you know. We had the problem of having to uh, go collect and then go and, and uh, sort all of those arcane crystals since uh, he had basically denuded the mine overnight um, for his uh, otherworldly creature that he was living in. So that was something. In my head, I'm totally seeing Kraval just staring at you behind you, standing behind you, but looking at you and Cridge like you want one of those things in your hands that's untested. <laughs> Throw it at the dragon. It might yeah. help. Yeah, the explosion. Yeah, the resulting explosion could do something. Yeah. <laughs> Phaser set on overload, yeah. I'm just exactly. saying it was mentioned that we were supposed to have stuff from the Dragon Horde, so I don't know, maybe the gnomes have something for us. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't mind if we have, like, if it's feasible to do without being too much delayed for us going to the Vale of the Pegasus, I would like to try to find the people that made Kraval's glaive mm -hmm. and take it back to them to see if, you know, maintenance or if there's maybe an improvement that can be made to it to help 
do anything. Yeah, I guess while we're here, might as well. It's a it's a dwarven made weapon. I wouldn't have anyone else touch it. So and basically, they say that you know, well, if they had it for a month, they could do something with it. But uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's already enchanted, so it's uh, to uh, to do any sort of upgrades. They could do some fancy uh, scroll work overnight, and make even more pretty stuff on the blade. That's but, fine. Yeah. But yeah, in order, that, order to do any real real uh, enhancements, it would take a boatload of time and materials. More time than we need, or have. Did that um, dwarven family that had our animals? Yeah, they have they arrived back. in the yep. city yet? Yeah. Yeah. Nola said that they they had arrived, and and you know you just don't see a farmer leading a Pegasus all that often. I suppose probably should start thinking about heading out then. Mm-hmm. Well, is it how long has it been at this point? Um, you, it's uh, late afternoon at this point in time. Um, I'll just ask uh, whoever's taking care of the horn for Sinia, right? Mm-hmm. I'll just have tell uh, Cotter to go find who that is and make sure that they send it directly to Sinia yep. as a gift from her husband type deal. And not not a problem as there's uh, obviously the the Carters that uh, that carry the gold are are quite familiar with the, the Fraser household at this point. And I'll just take time to basically just clean mine out so i can use it when i'm ready for it very good okay anything else you want to do before you uh, knock off for the night do you have any of that outstanding chili oh we always have some good stuff uh shall i uh go and command a feast tonight or would you rather just Just keep it quiet just keep it quiet no very good well quiet yeah tell you what why don't you all uh, clean up a bit from the road and uh you can meet here in my apartments in uh two hours okay all right very good so uh, you guys get um Apartments for the night again, and thankfully not the one that uh, that no one get, nearly got assassinated in. Yeah, ideally. Yeah, and um, then two hours later, you're back, and uh, uh, there's a whole spread of foods, and you can definitely notice the the dwarven peppers, uh, liberally salted in all of those. Apparently, after your request, so you know I'm gonna do something a little uncharacteristic of no one, but that I do have four jalapenos. Ah. <laughs> And I would like to, and I'll stand up. Uh, is it just us? Is there yeah, a, a, and yeah, Nola? Nola in the attendance, yeah. And, and of course, her boyfriend. Yeah, so I say, uh, you know, your excellency, and, and I don't know the title of the baroness's, Baron. or the baron's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And, oh. But um, I say, you know, you have a fondness for peppers, and um, we did collect these peppers from the Dragon Mount, um, you can imagine they, they they might be quite temperate, but and I pass a jalapeno to each of them to, to test. Very to good, taste. and and of course they're they're absolutely uh, fascinated by this, and and you know immediately uh, take a big old bite out of it, and and um, you can see that initially they're kind of get a face of kind of disappointment, and then just the happy spread of smiles, and she says. Well, they're not much for spice, um, but oh my gosh, uh, they uh, they do feel wondrous, don't they? And you know, the, the two of them are just kind of smiling back and forth and just huge grins on their face. And it's like, I, ha- I haven't felt this good in a month. This is fantastic. And I present the remaining two mm-hmm. for those moments where perhaps the weight of, of your crown becomes unbearable. Oh, very good. Yes. Um, well, this is something. Uh, where did you say you got them from? Um same person the the our gnomish friend up in the mount in the in the ruins my goodness well um it might be worth uh, a uh 
an embassy to go see her um, if she can produce these sorts of things. Uh, this is, did she have any other things? You said there's a magical bacon. Yes. And it, healing cookies. Healing cookies? Well. And these crackers that... That's the cookies, I think. No, those no, are the, the wise crackers. crackers. Oh, wise crackers. Yeah, it was heel yeah. biscuits. Heel biscuits. Heel yeah. biscuits and wise crackers. And I'm saying these crackers that can make you more wise for, for a time. Very good. Well, she's uh, definitely stumbled on some, some very interesting inventions. Everything she made was out of algae as well. And this kind of stops her for a second and says, this is algae? Yeah. This is you wouldn't know, huh? This is more wondrous. Yeah, I, I would have sworn this is actual peppers from the fields. Um, a little bland but uh they do make one very happy how we this is our first time meeting the baron's interest uh you met him last time you were through here okay and actually it, wasn't here um, she brought him to uh when they had the council of barons okay so, yeah um did cotter check him out with divine sense yeah okay last time yeah just you were a little extra muster. worried about just fiendish presences yeah. mm-hmm. Since the last time. You haven't checked him out this time, though. I'll do it. <laughs> Just because I can see a fun thing happening yeah. here. Yeah, the, the only fiend you get in the room is, is no one. Yeah, which is actually kind of, for Craval, first time doing this, I can almost see it like almost like a radar come from his head that you can't see, just go out, and he'll kind of like stumble for a second as all the information comes flooding back. Mm-hmm. And you stare only at- one thing, but it's not something he's ever had before, so he's kind of, just kind of sitting there trying to very covertly hold onto the table. And, and you're staring <laughs> at me, and I'm just like, Hey, <laughs> uh, actually, he probably would be just, but not like looking at you, like just over your shoulder, holding on to him, holding on to the table, like, oh, he does this regularly. Thinking of Cotter. <laughs> I actually do it pretty infrequently. Yeah, but it's not it, some, yeah. for somebody who's never done that before to have that ability, it'd be like a rush of information that you're just not ready for. Yeah, you get used to it eventually. Very good. Okay, so. um yeah, the, oh, and actually, as everyone's eating, everyone roll for me constitution. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, that's a, a, a save 11. or a... A straight-up constitution roll. Okay, oh, that's 11. good. 16? 16? 13. 9. <laughs> Non-natural 20. Okay, so Arlen... Uh, Farmer's just... Just chows down it. with the... But the rest... Actually, who got the 16? Okay, and, and apparently the tabaxi are made of sterner stuff, but the rest of you, you're about halfway I through your, your meal, and you're like, you know, just, it's sweating, and you can't taste, you know, feel your tongue anymore. I'm reaching over for some bread, yes. you know. <laughs> we all are. Asking for a glass of milk. <laughs> and I'm like, considering my ancestry, I think I'd be used to hot foods. <laughs> just goes to show. Okay, and so yeah, wonderful um, meal with uh, Nola there. Think how magical makeup doesn't sweat off. <laughs> Imagine the stories. The tales that'll tell back at, at the Dragonborn. I have felt the breath of, of dragon itself, and, and it held no it. measure to the chili of the dwarves. <laughs> Especially eight hours later. So. Burn round, round. <laughs> the ring of fire. Okay. It is quite dire. Okay. And so anything else you want to do before you bed down and then take off the next day? Uh, check for unlocked windows. Sounds good. You find none. <laughs> take the ye old Pepto-Bismol. Yep. Yeah, no kidding. Um, actually, sure. Um, since I can't think of anybody else who really want them, do we want to try to sell off these Yeti, Yeti furs? Or? Um, 
Yeah, can I guess. I mean, of, can anyone think of any use for them? Do we need money for that? For, no, like, I just I literally just happened to look down and realize I still have four large Yeti skins in the bag. Yeah, I mean, if anything, it's just to free up some space. Yeah, because yeah. that's did did you give how many did you give to uh, Narina we, to make Yeti coolers? Was that just like one of them? You gave I thought them? I didn't remember we did that. Did we, we give? We we get? Well, I think you gave one. I remember that. Well, if I gave one, then we have three. So, yeah, we want we. I think we we're going to see if the gnomish inventors could use them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. About for their ice box. Yeah. So then, yeah, I'll take those out and also gift those to her. Said maybe they can not freeze themselves to death using this for protective clothing or something. Yeah. And and so yeah, uh, Nola promises to just transfer that to the gnomes and and hopes that they won't freeze themselves to death again. Excellent. I think that's it. It's all oh, just the uh, sorted arrowheads for her. Historically speaking, mm-hmm. hand those over too. Do a little bag cleaning as I am. Yeah, and she she promises to give those to the gnomes as well. That they might be able to to do something with them. Here's all the ancient relics that armies have died for to try to yep. achieve here. You well, know, just you kind know. of the rare area you're in now. Yeah. When I'm in my room, I would like to do commune with Nuwada. Um, because I get three questions that are yes or no, and they're basically, is the valley of the Pegasi still there? And you get an affirmative back. Do the Pegasi still live there? And you get back unclear. Huh. Hmm. Are they undead? Well, if they're unclear, then we don't, it's possible, you never know. Um... Zombasises. I'm trying to think what what Kraval would think to ask next. You got one more. Are the book we read referenced creatures in the sky? Are those giants? And it comes back, yes. And then I will just visit everybody else and tell them what I did and what I just was able to glean from Nuwana. Something to think on. What what exactly did you ask that was unclear? Whether or not the Pegasi were still there. Okay. If they're unclear, it means something is masking their presence, or they're there, but they're not. I mean, and this is a god, right? So yeah. what could what, mask that from a god? Powerful magics. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just below the god's notice. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just some random like, oh, those are weird animals, animals in the care. mountains, you know. <laughs> it's not a warb steed, I mean, pretty much. We're ants, and they're just the thing the ants write on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, but at least we know that much, and what we can kind of look forward to. Um, it wouldn't be unwise to maybe see if. Well, it's probably too late now, but try to research giants or ones that live in the sky. I'm sure we could ask dwarves and giants. I'm sure they. They've. Thrown about a bit. Ooh. Um, here's one for you. Can I send a sending to the giant that lives on the island? Um, you could, yeah. I will do so. I will send a sending to this to the great being of the island, um, saying hello. I was with the party that recently met with you. How are you doing and feeling? We may be meeting up with similar beings that live amongst the clouds any advice okay 
I have no idea if that was 25 words. Yeah. Send them my way. <laughs> exactly. They might be appreciative. Mm-hmm. That's true. We don't actually know what type of giant he was. Didn't You're we? Pretty sure. He controlled the weather. Yeah, I'm pretty he sure was that a was storm. a storm giant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know. Cloud yeah. of what, isn't that like in the prophecy too? Like the king of It was a baleful stare. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was a storm giant. We well, that. he didn't have a baleful stare. The creature guarding oh, the yeah. phylactery had a baleful stare. Yeah, he was he was making was, the was weather. Anti magic cone throne or something like that. Yeah, the sea ruler sits without even a care. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah, and he did not care what you did. That was a bit stormy there, though. That reminds me, I need to tell Kava about that because that'd be a great place to go hunt. You did, did I? Okay, cool. I mean, you bag a dinosaur, that feeds you for a while. Bronto that's burgers. All, that's a lot of salt. Yeah. Bronto burgers. Smoke purposes. Okay, and you get a message back. So anybody need to do anything else before you go to bed? I'm ready. Me too. I'm just wanting to get going. So it definitely does not relate to that great being, but he apparently has familial ties to it, like cousins. Interesting. And he okay. may be talking cousins along the lines of how like red dragons and blue dragons are cousins. That's kind right. of what I thought. Yeah, there are different types of dra- giants. So. But he knows then that they exist. Yes, in and the that sky. they were up okay. there. Okay. I have other spells. I could ask other questions if you wanted, though I not, don't feel like pestering this being too much. I think with the knowledge of having our storm giant friend, that might help us negotiate mm-hmm. the giants of the sky. Yeah, we might be able to speak better with them if. Perhaps. It didn't seem like the beings that were up there when that poor person that was helping the wall inadvertently. I mean, maybe you can ask if there's any advice that he has for us before we're visiting them. Okay, I'll send him more sending and say, thank you, great one, for your uh, information. One last question. Would you have any advice for how to treat with your cousins? Don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably exactly it. I mean, this way we know whether we should sneak or not. Yeah. Like, should we be like, hey, guys, or, how's it or going? Or bring a gift. Right. Maybe the dwarves can help yeah, us. Yeah, that's with a good gift. point. That's a really good point. Do you want a jolly penio? <laughs> it's, it's like the size of a speck to the giants. It would be like. What do they be like? Speck them at that point? I don't know. Such a massive change. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like the equivalent of a hit with fire bolt versus fire ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, being like the size of a gummy bear to us. Yeah. Okay, and you get a response back. Apparently, there's a good and evil giants. So if they attempt to eat us, we'll know which one they are. He didn't think to tell uh-huh. us which one these ones were. Well, according to the book, I would say they're evil because I got the the idea from that journal that that poor human was became a snack food. Okay. If you reread yeah, it, I'm I'm not getting good vibes from them. Well, do we do any of us know anything about giants aside from what we learned at the storm? Nope. Roll for me a history check. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, 16. 18. 4. 10. (laughs) I don't learn much sitting there in the woods. 11. I got an 18. And what did Cotter get? I got a 15. Okay. So, um, yeah, those of you that got. so Cotter, you know that there's various types of giants in, in legend from brutes that live in the hills, uh, the ones that live in the frosty mountains, um, ones that actually live in the sky and clouds. And, and then uh, the top of the, the pantheon is the, uh, 
the storm giants that control the, the seas and storms. Um, but the, yeah, the rest of you know that um, basically the most of most of the giants tend to be um, rather evil uh, because they you know they view lesser creatures being of the smaller stature. Um, the difference being the uh, storm giants they they do command the seas and the seas can be fickle and cruel, but they also um, are not inherently evil at heart. Uh, the uh, cloud giants the story is a little bit muddled. There's there's ones that um, you know, basically, they, they hold themselves aloof and aloft and, and away from the uh, ground dwellers. But there are ones that uh, people have gone to for guidance and assistance. But there's also uh, dark tales of them basically, you know, hunting humans for food and that sort of thing. So, Well, then, that brings us to exactly where we were. Mm -hmm. Well, we're a little more informed. Yep. We're not yeah. stumbling around totally blindly. I'm still concerned about what might lie with the Pegasi, not meaning to rhyme there. One way to find out. Yeah. So uh, one thing, if you're taking off in the morning, are you taking mounts or are you going to go on foot? Because obviously your um, path after you get to the Pegasi is to capture them and ride them up to the clouds. I kind of feel like I don't want to take the mounts because I don't know that there's farmers in that direction at the the. It should not would. be the high yeah. mountains. So I, I feel like we should just go on foot. We do have a ranger with us who's quite good at, at mountainous. mountainous terrain. So we, sh we should be okay. Question. Should I try to get a hold of the druid Tenge and see if he has any other druids up there that might also be able to help us? Oh, that's a good point. Because yeah. if, if anyone around there would know about Pegasus... Or then, Pegasi. yeah. Then and it certainly would be would, druids up there. And certainly yeah. would know how to wrangle them better than us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, let's send them a, a mess. Well, it, if you did contact a druid, then you could go on mounts and he could just take the mounts back home. Yes, yes, that would be great. Okay, okay um, good. Then I will send another sending. I, I am keeping track of these. Um, to Tenge, said, greetings, druid. This is Creval. We find ourselves heading north to the what was once known as the Vale of the Pegasi. Was hoping you might have an associate who could meet us to help. Can someone pull out the map so we can arrange a possible meetup spot? So. Yes. I will be uh, taking my Pegasus when we leave. Just flex on all of us. You already have one. That might help us um, connect to the, the Pegasus, Pegasus yeah. that are already there too. Maybe. Is that wait? Is your Pegasus like a real Pegasus? I mean, it's a real summon yes. Pegasus, yeah. Okay, it's it's spirit, it's spirit though, right? Um, is it like is a, it a fey creature that is it's in a the celestial form? creature? Oh, gotcha. Okay, so it's not, but it, that hey, that might actually help us. Uh, even more he so. is sending someone named Varden who will meet us on the high road. Wonderful. So that's awesome. And it's not that I have any doubt that you can't do it, Jade. But having one extra person to actually say, take care of our yeah. mounts. And someone idea. who's really good at animals specifically. Yeah, yeah. Could probably speak to them. Yeah, and, I can um, speak I'll to animals and my, Pegasi. I think if I right. my last right. sending back, I'll just say, say thank you so but much for your assistance in this matter. Mm -hmm. Hope all is well. Pegasi speaks celestial, right? I'll have to take a look and see. You speak celestial? Mm -hmm. I speak celestial. You also speak every language. Well, yeah, we I do. specifically oh, we understand. No, everything. no, we can we can both speak, speak to anything oh, that can understand a language. Oh, that's right. But as that far as killer. learned, you know, yeah. I know celestial, infernal, and like you could draconic. read celestial, but I can't read draconic. Aren't you so glad you spent so much time learning draconic? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the umbrella is, you know what? I'm just going to use my power. <laughs> my favorite food is apple. <laughs> what about you? Snarl, Your scale shines. Scarf, scarf, eyebrow raise. Yeah. And well, understanding the actual language is important if he's doing things like poetry or some like yeah, that's high little, storytelling yes. where well, actually you need to understand how the words Getting the nuances, yeah. Very good. Gar, gar, gar. Apparently, gar, things are better for the druids. So we'll take that as a good note that what's going on here is also negatively impacting the spore druids. Very good. Okay, so anything else before you uh, knock off and take off in the morning? I literally can't think of anything else. No, no I'm, I'm Unless good. Unless, like, so I, I brought this up a long time ago, and now would be a good time to bring up one last time. Did you ever want to talk to your the fiancé that you never wanted? Did hmm? he get skull? turned into a drider? No, he turned into a skull in my bag. Oh, that's right. Well, but he got turned into a drider, and then... Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't care. I right. didn't care about him to begin with, um, so... You could just torment him time to time and say, I, I can walk, you I'm can't. Gonna I'm just no, I'm you, not cruel. I'm just letting you know I'm holding on to it, not for you, but yeah, in case, like a little, little in case that history yeah, sure. ever comes back around and we need information. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's a, it's a good little little pocket yeah. dictionary. Yeah. Hopefully, I can remember next time I go <laughs> up there. Google Underdark. <laughs> well, if I ever retire alive, I can mount them up as a trophy for later. Me oh, and the other predators. Works for me. <laughs> Very good. Are you a cat turning into a tabaxi or something? Very good. Okay, so you all t uh, bed down for the night. It's a nice, quiet night out there. And uh, thankfully, no one gets assassinated in the night. Oh, that's good. Yes. And, we didn't need them anyways. And in the in the morning, you... Uh, my, my, my pride just got assassinated. <laughs> in the morning, you um, are all issued riding rams again. Some of them seem to be the same ones as you had before. Uh, and Cotterkitz is his Pegasus, and you start off down the high road one more time. Do we have our pets with us? You do. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna name my ram Bo. There we go. It says it's got 2,500 written on the antlers. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways, and that's where we're gonna end today. Whoop whoop. Okay, well, one of the things you should always strive for with your Dungeons & Dragons party is consistency. And one consistent feature of this party is let's not start planning about what we're going to do until we're already on the road. So the Tabaxi have a giant library, Port of Magnum has a giant library, but no, let's go visit the dwarves and then send a bunch of sendings to see if we can figure out what the heck we're supposed to do. <laughs> ah, this party. Anyway. So, uh, it does seem like they've got a plan together. Seems like a good plan. Um, even if they set it up about 12 hours, you know, after they really should have. And they are about to hit the road. So what's going to happen? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>